0: Your one-stop shop for the stories, secrets, and shenanigans of a popcorn-fueled theme park journalist. I'm Carly Weisell and it's Shrek It's Shrek everybody. I couldn't, I couldn't be happier to be proverbially decking the halls with onions. Cause truly, what else? What else would we be excited about? It is the month of our favorite Shrek. Now, if you are new to the podcast, if you are like, um, ma'am, what is going on? I implore you to listen back to the past two years! Oh my God! The past two years of Ember episodes. But long story short, we dedicate the month of December to our debatably, canonically Jewish, beloved ogre, Shrek. This grew out of the idea that theme parks celebrate the holiday season for one-sixth of the entire year. And for anyone who does not celebrate Christmas, it can be a bizarre time of year because everything is Christmas-focused and there's very little for anyone else outside of that. So Shrek being a in-park character at Universal Parks, you can see Shrek in person. Shrek is there. Uh the fact that you can see him and and he is uh, not not yet not yet wearing a Yamaki or a hanukkah vest or a hanukkah sweater or anything or holding a menorah. Actually that technically if he was holding a menorah even if it was a fake one that would kind of be a fire hazard. So we don't want that. Uh playing dreidel, anything like that because we we still don't have character representation in the theme parks in this year, 2022. We still do not have any Disney characters, any Universal characters out there representing Hanukkah, as many of them, Shrek included, uh, are currently honoring Christmas in their outfits and in, the, in parades and in shows and things like that. We have Shrekember, and it is our special time to honor Shrek because I love Shrek, and I'm thrilled to know so many people out there love Shrek too, which is why we are still able to do Shrekember for the third consecutive year now as you know from the title of this episode this one is a special one because shrek rave has taken over the shrek fandom there is now an an in-person in real life place you can go to celebrate these films regularly not just at an annual event like shrek fest which we've previously covered or through uh many online channels but now you really can celebrate shrek rave in real life and it has taken over tiktok and it is so much fun <laughs> And we will get into that after the commercial break. but I just want to say thank you to everyone who sticks around every Shreksember. I know this is a weird a weird little stunt month and I I'm happy you're here. That's all. That's all. No I would start crying and eating an onion but um, since you can't see me I, it's just I don't think it's gonna be worth it. It's not the ju- literal juice is not worth the squeeze. so we'll just turn it over. Thank you for being here. Okay uh, be right back. Happy Shreksember. okay bye. Drek Rave. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe the two words together just tickle something somewhere in your brain. But if you've spent basically any time on TikTok over the past year, you've definitely had a front row seat to this phenomenon that is crisscrossing its way through the nation. Shrekrave is the brainchild of Cash, an artist and visionary and bona fide creative who I am so, so lucky to have on this week's episode of Very Amusing. Shrekrave at one point was just an idea, and now Cash is essentially one of the biggest party planners and promoters in the nation. And the wild, wacky journey it took to get here is one you are going to hear about firsthand on today's episode of Very Amusing. And while the lore of Shrekrave might sound like a nationwide tour at clubs and venues that results in a swampy dungeon filled with green face-painted denizens up to no good, everything here is, uh, dare I say it, I'm gonna say it, everything here is kosher. Shrekrave is all about positivity, seemingly the last great way to have some absolutely joy-fueled silly fun in the world. Trust me, just google it. <laughs> You'll see exactly what I mean. It's the best part of a costume party, a concert, and an overnight camp dance rolled into one. Filled with people who are just happy to share their love for the Shrek films and each other in real life. Their slogan after all is "Cool is dead. Who cares? Come have fun." Isn't that the best slogan for a party you've ever heard? <laughs> It's only natural, then, that this might possibly be the happiest interview we have ever done. I had the best time, and I think you will, too. Brace yourself for soaking up the philosophy of liking what you do and all things Shrek with one of my all-time favorite guests, Cash. Cash, welcome to Very Amusing! Wow, hello! I am I'm so excited about this. I cannot believe that we are going to talk about Shrek Rave with the creator of Shrek Rave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. And you have oh my- quite the podcast voice. You got it. You got to dial in. Oh my I'm ready God. to listen to you talk.
0: Thank you so much. I just, um, I'm an extrovert who now, just because writing is a solitary job, I'm now at home all day alone. So anytime I get to talk to people, I'm very thrilled.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but
0: particularly you, because Shrek Rave is a phenomenon, and I, I feel like I'm talking to the architect of, like, the human experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you could tell me a bit way back when, if we can just travel back a few years, if you could tell me how you came up with the idea, but more importantly, how you even even began to implement
2: it that's it's really interesting because it's like honestly I feel like Shrek Raven is a culmination of all of my talents and experiences in one thing. so basically I moved to LA in 2016 I wanted to become a, like a famous rapper but then I ended up making memes and I was a, a, a famous meme maker <laughs> and then I was like well I wanted to like bring memes into real life because I was always like I'm an artist and this is real So I did, like, I think the world's first meme art show. That's what the people were saying. So so I did uh, the world's first meme art show. It was all memes. And then I did a second one, and that got covered by NBC. So then I was like, okay, what else can I do? But I also realized, like, in this experience of creating these meme art shows, mostly people were there for the party aspect of it and to, like, hang out around memes. More so than buying the actual art, which is fine. A lot of people can't afford to buy art. So I was like, I'm just going to throw a party that celebrates memes. So I did like a meme prom. And it was like a prom where you can dress up like memes if you never had a prom before. And then I did like three of those. And then I did just like random themed parties. Like um, after COVID, I did a, um, a birthday party for everyone who didn't get to have a birthday. So it's called Happy Birthday
0: brilliant (laughs) absolutely brilliant
2: i do a lot of stuff and then and then um originally i was supposed to do shrek ray for my birthday the word just came to me like like it was bestowed upon me by the gods and i tweeted it uh, just to see if anyone would think that that was something because i was like maybe no one's gonna care (laughs) and uh, um i had a friend travis richter who owns the uh, venue at 1720 Warehouse and he was like, "Let's do this." So I was like, "Okay." So for two years, I tried to do it, but the pandemic kept going. No, it's we got we got everyone sick. everyone's sick. <laughs> 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 but I would keep for I would keep trying to like get it going, but then just another version of it would come out, and then finally, we, uh, March twenty twenty, uh, March twenty twenty two, uh, Saint Patrick's Day, which we did the first one and it sold out.
0: Wait, I. it began earlier the first one was this year
2: yeah yeah the first time this year
0: is like a a, like a proper noun
2: yeah (laughs) oh my it's crazy but i've been promoting it since 2020 but we finally (laughs) got to do it yeah we finally got to do it in march 2022
0: oh my god so how was the very first one given that this had been a long time coming
2: It was so surprising because i I always like lower my expectations because i'm like oh this is dumb no one's gonna come to this thing and then so many people came (laughs) (laughs) it was so surprising and they came they came ready immediately like they already had costumes and stuff
0: so everyone even "Mm -hmm." at the first one not having seen anything before they were committed
2: yeah Yeah. the first one set the tone for everything else
0: and how did You expand from I'm gonna throw this party that was originally my birthday party to truly uh running a nationwide event business.
2: <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> no, it's just, I've just been my 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 um my like go to thing for when things get overwhelming is just to turn my brain off and not think about it. So if I don't think that it's like a nationwide thing, it just seems like I'm every day I'm throwing a party and it just happens to be in a different city.
0: Yeah, that is that is a pretty good way to put it. And yeah, you I mean,
2: zoom in a little bit and then take yeah, care yeah, of yeah. the tiny zooms. But if I zoom out, I'm like, oh my God.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's bonkers to think about. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to stress you out, but do you <laughs> know like approximately I don't know, how- I you can
2: yeah, see I'm stressed out. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're doing great, you're doing great. Um, mm-hmm. Like approximately ballpark, how many Shrek raves have you thrown now?
2: Um, I think we should be past 30. I want to say 40. That, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's like more shows than some famous artists play on tour. Yeah,
2: that's, 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 I saw it on Twitter. Someone said that we we did more uh, tour dates. Uh, it wasn't Blackpink, but it was like a, a famous K-pop uh, group. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, and for anyone who has never been or hasn't seen any footage out of Shrek Rave, can you tell us what guests might expect at one of these parties?
2: Literally, I try to make each Shrek Rave like slightly different, like a little snowflake, you know, a slightly different experience. But what you're going to get is like the nicest group of people you'll ever meet, ever. You're going to have a great time. You're going to hear music you love, music you've never heard before, but you love it anyway. Um, you're going to find a community of people who are going to be so nice to you and compliment you the second you walk in, no matter what you're wearing. They're going to be like, you're beautiful. Listen, Shrek Rafe people are the greatest group of people that I've ever assembled. <laughs> and yeah, when I it go does, to other parties, I'm It does mad. feel
0: like the vibe <laughs> is so positive.
2: Yeah. It's the really positive thing. And that's what, that's what, like, it's like, I wish. 'Cause it's like it's obviously a meme type thing, but like if you're there, you're like, this is more than a meme. This is a family of people. I've got a I've got a guy who's been to seven of them. He's been following me on the tour. <laughs> oh my
0: God. How, do you go to all of them? Do you go to most of them?
2: I've 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 been going to most of them, but um, at this point there's too many happening, so I'm, I'm delegating a team to uh run the Shrek run team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Incredible. There's a whole world of, of people who whose livelihoods are on shrek <laughs> and i've been meeting all these people and they're great people.
0: Oh, who are some of the people that you've talked to? I wonder if we have any crossover.
2: Um, I met a guy who does um he makes like a lot of the shrek headbands and like uh shrek um like head covers for, for like uh Shrek the Musical. And he's like the him and his wife are the the purveyors of pretty much all the Shrek the Musical merchandise. Whoa. Okay. People, yeah,
0: <laughs> it really is like such a big community, and you don't realize it at yeah. first.
2: <laughs> wow! This wow. Nice truck Shop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have to ask. I saw someone, one of the many people whose recaps I've seen. They mentioned swamp water, which was one of the drinks <laughs> at Shrek. Yeah. What is that?
2: <laughs> it's different in every bar. Ooh. <laughs> Everyone makes their own version of them. One time it was like Hennessy and something else. I never, I don't drink at like at the Shrek Raves or at all because alcohol just tastes gross to me. So I don't know what it tastes like, but I yeah, think I'm, people love it. I'm pretty sure if
0: you are starting <laughs> it, I don't like alcohol. That swamp water would not would not be yeah. your drink of
2: choice. <laughs> yeah, but I I know they're drinking it because by the time it gets to twelve o'clock, everyone's wasted. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i've I've seen the footage um, i so i saw that you've now had is it the directors of multiple shrek films come to shrek rave yeah
2: shrek one and shrek two
0: how exciting was that
2: literally the best thing like okay so that's why i was talking about the anaheim shrek rave that was like my like to me my at this point my magnum opus like i like Figured it out. I downloaded it. I got the right DJs. I got the the best visuals. I had, like, smoke and confetti shooting out. And then I brought out the director of Struck One. Her name's Vicky Jensen. And she did the most sweetest speech to all of them. At one point, she said, I didn't have children, and you guys are my children. And I was like... Oh, my God. (laughs) And she didn't, like at first she thought shrek was like kind of tongue-in-cheek and like it was like a joke but once she got there and saw like how much people really love shrek and like the costumes were also like on 10 like everyone was just like super super on it so it was just like a great experience she stayed for like like at least two or three hours just like hanging out taking pictures she also you know the part thing where they give the candy and they do the little hand thing yeah yeah so the, um Like people gave her candy and stuff. It was just like so nice. It's like the epitome of Shrek. Oh my god!
0: Was the reaction similar to the director of Shrek Two?
2: Yes, Conrad also amazing. He loved it. He also was the voice of Gingy. So he did he did like a scene with everybody and did the Do you know the Muffin Man? He did that with everyone.
0: (laughs) I. I can't I can't imagine being like in costume, drinking a swamp water and having that experience.
2: Yes, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. I, there's still more we can do. There's still more. There, I haven't even contacted Michael Myers or Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, you know, <laughs> so I mean, much the more.
0: ultimate <laughs>
2: yeah, we haven't even gotten Smash Mouth yet. There's so much more. <laughs> yes, there is so much more. <laughs>
0: um Speaking of, have there been any prominent people who have showed up to Shrek Grave that surprised you? Like you didn't expect them to come, and they just came on their own.
2: Uh, the first, the first two, the LA ones are always like everyone's, like like, like the famous people can come because they're just like there. Like Rico Nasty, Young Gravy, came. Um, who else was there? You know, other people I just don't want to tell if they were there because I, I, I bet they just want to just be there. Oh. Um, <laughs> Dimple Cray threw out waffles at one. Um, But I've had some other like really random celebrity guests that I just want to tell their business that they there. But <laughs> lots of really random people have been at the Shrek Rave and you'd be very surprised.
0: <laughs> Is waffle throwing a standard at Shrek Rave?
2: Yeah. So I, um, I was the first like two, we were throwing onions and it was great <laughs> except for two problems. People were taking bites out of the onions and it would make the room just like, it's onions you know oh my god people are, like tears running from their eyes because they're they just it's onion room and so i i had to switch to waffles which they're eating the waffles still but they're having a better time yeah you know <laughs> so waffles it is are we talking
0: it. like egos just tossed like discs? yeah frozen
2: yeah. like... ego waffles just tossing them into the car and they're like oh
0: why does anybody do anything else? Truly. Uh,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyone who's uttered the words genie plus knows firsthand that vacations require time, money, planning, energy, and if you put all that effort into enjoying your trip already, why not extend the highlights of that getaway into your everyday with Framebridge? Put that vintage Epcot ticket up in your office and give it a little personality. Surprise your kid with their favorite character's autograph immortalized on the wall of their room. To get started, head to framebridge.com because your precious travel memories shouldn't have to stay in the past. That's framebridge.com
2: Even if you get like Shrek, and you've never even seen the movie, you're gonna have the best time. Ever.
0: <laughs> oh, I agree. I mean, I'm clearly biased against. I mean, f- biased for Shrek rave, but it does seem like <laughs> the only pure fun party that exists.
2: Yeah, it's it it's like great. it feels like recess. Like it feels like I'm five years old. And people ask, like, oh, have you've getting, getting tired of going to these, like, no, <laughs> it's like I'm I'm ten every weekend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and who would be tired of recess?
2: Yeah, no, no, no one at all. Everyone's Never. so nice and across all the boards. I haven't had any problems.
0: Wow. What has totally surprised nice you feeling. most about this entire experience? And it might just be that, that it's just been the extremely, extremely joyful. People
2: are coming. The fact that people are coming, <laughs> the fact that more people are coming still, like I, I thought it was like, oh, uh, we read viral on TikTok, so it's gonna be a viral fad. Maybe like the first like couple of ones are gonna popular. And then, like, now down the road, no one's going to be there. But no, they're still packed. We're still selling out. <laughs> and the more we do, the more people want to come to, the, like, like random states, like Rhode Island and stuff, which I never thought we would be, like, going to, you know? Shouts out to Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: which is the biggest party you've had so far?
2: Um, I think it's between, we did Mil- Milwaukee at um, the Rave, and we sold that one out. But that was like around 2,200 people. But also, <laughs> was also over 2,000 people as well.
0: That's so many people!
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my so many God! People.
0: I knew it was big, like we're here talking, but I I didn't know it was over like multiple thousands of people.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: wow 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 okay uh what is the if there's if there's one to choose from might be hard what is the best shrek rave costume you've seen
2: i love when they do the the, the do heads i've seen one that was like really really good in boston um there was one guy who made his like um the magic mirror but he i just still to this day cannot figure out how he did it because he was like a computer screen, but, like, a, a portable mirror. It's it's on my Instagram because I posted it.
0: Oh, but I don't it. know
2: how you get it, but it's, like, a moving mirror. Like, the the mask moved. And he just I had it.
0: Like, <laughs> the creativity must just blow you away because having a background yeah. in memes, like, so much of that is intangible and it's online. And then yes, you've and created was, a space where it's in person. Yeah.
2: That was always one of my things I wanted to make the internet real in real life. And I, I kind of did it. <laughs>
0: You did do it.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that the like I guess the slogan of sorts is "It's dumb, just come have fun."
2: <laughs> yeah, because I I came up with that. Not well, why? Because they're like, what, what should we put on the flyer? And I was like, I don't. know. It's dumb. <laughs> just come have fun. Stop trying to think about it. Cause like one, it's just like I felt like it was going to be a hard sell because it's an like, um a, a experience that no one's ever had before, and based on a thing that I made it up. So, so, people are like, what kind of music show, or, or am I going to expect to hear, what is this going to look like? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> just, just come.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then, like, I, especially, like, with the concept of cool is dead, I'm like, I I felt like I was always, like, chasing, like, trying to be one of the cool guys, hang out with cool people. That's just not me. I'm just, I'm just a guy who likes Shrek and, and SpongeBob, and I watch them all, <laughs> you know? And I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm tired of trying to be a cool guy and I want people who I feel like most people don't want to be a cool guy they just want to be themselves and they just want to like what they like and like they don't want to have like a guilty pleasure it's just like they just like some stuff they want to be judged for it and this is a space where you can come and not be judged for anything.
0: Yeah, it is like it to me, it seems like the best possible example of it's cool to be yourself, which sounds yeah, so dorky, yeah. but this is the this is what it, that is. Yeah, yeah. It is cool because this is so cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it's a, a lot of people who've never like been invited to raves or been to a rave before. And this is like their first experience. And they're like, this is literally the greatest, greatest experience of my life. And I'm glad that I could have provided that to them.
0: Oh, my God. I really Sometimes. don't know what, what people who attend this would be doing otherwise, because there's nothing like it anywhere. They
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. didn't have anything. Now they have this. <laughs> wow.
0: What do you think it is? And I'm sure you've even asked this 10,000 times. But what do you think it is about Shrek specifically that resonates with people? Because Shrek really has as a specific fan base, and it it is very positive and is very loving and is very silly and goofy and creative. But other films don't have that. So, what do you think it is about Shrek that draws those people together?
2: I don't know. It's just, it just feels like Shrek is just like the underdog movie. Like, every, obviously, it's like it's it's that one movie that you watch, like kind of around like nine eleven happening, where just like it was stuff was still so good, you know. <laughs> and I think it just seeps into your your comfort vortex, where it's just like this is a good time. This is good. I I miss Shrek. I I, I love this movie. <laughs> yeah. and for me it was just like whenever um i didn't have a lot of chances to like rent movies on vhs whenever my mom went to blockbuster so i would get shrek and i would just watch it over and over again so i can like, download it into my mind <laughs> <laughs> so that way i wouldn't forget it and now i can't forget it
0: <laughs> do you have a favorite shrek film specifically or a favorite character
2: See, um, everyone says Shrek 2, but I still I'm a, I'm a partial to Shrek one. But also Shrek the Third was really good as well. Out the all of the Shrek movies are good. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, um as as far as a character, I'm a Donkey fan. Here, yeah. here, you know? I love Donkey. I love have, donkey. You,
0: have you been to the theme parks to meet Donkey?
2: Every time I go, I couldn't find it. <laughs> But maybe I didn't look hard enough. I, I I would be I would I would go to the Universal, and I just didn't see it. And now is it still there?
0: Yes, for now okay. it is in Florida, and then it's the donkey's there in Hollywood, but he's not there all day, so he's there exactly. Okay, he that's breaks. what it was. Yeah. I would
2: I would, maybe I would just go and he wasn't there, and I was yeah. like, okay, I'm being pranked, and everyone keeps telling me to go here, and I can't. <laughs>
0: No, you, uh, we got to make that happen. You got to, you got to hang out with Don for yes. sure. <laughs> um, has anyone, and uh, this is a little dark, but has anyone tried to rip you off or like has DreamWorks stepped in and been like, what is this? Like, what, what uh, is the outside vibe?
2: Yes, all the time. I've been ripped off so many different ways. There's currently a whole tour happening in all of Australia. And it, <laughs> and it makes me so mad because it's just like, just reach out to me. Reach, I have a passport. We're coming. Just like, just, just wait. I can do it. But the, I think what bothers me the most is when um, other people rip me off is that they use the exact flyer, the slogan, like it's cool. Have fun. I'm like that's just change something different, you know? Or Stealing make, is not
0: cool nor fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you don't have to rip the whole thing. <laughs>
0: oh my god! Yeah, there's,
2: there's a lot of Shrek graves going around that are not me. If you're going to ones in Australia that, or Prague, <laughs> someone sent me some, some that were happening in Prague. Uh, those are not me. <laughs> rude!
0: That's so rude. I hate that for you. <laughs> yeah,
2: but in a in a positive sense, I can say that I have a worldwide phenomenon now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is wow, that is truly the right outlook because I would be like, Why? Just because you're far away doesn't mean you're not copying.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like all the all the uh people from like Sydney and stuff are like hitting me up and like, Yo, what's the deal with this? And I'm like, Ah, that's not me. <laughs> I oh, don't know doing that.
0: <laughs> wow. But no but no one's come in to be like, shut it down, Shrek Rave's over. We're good no, for no, now. No.
2: No, the 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 people are supportive. Oh, that's and we're gonna um, we're gonna make them make them even more supportive. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, there's nothing like their their fans are enjoying old movies. Like, they, like why <laughs> interfere?
4: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, what is your end goal for all this? Like, what's the big dream beyond just Shrek rave?
2: Um, beyond just Shrek rave, but I feel like. At this point, I want to scale it up to like a like Shrek theme music festival, if that's possible, or just like a like, even really like huge experience. I want to do like the Shrek soundtrack, like live with like, all of the bands that are if there's st- still available to do it. And then like, I don't know, like there's there's visions that I have. You know? There's there's ways to scale this up to, to ways that you can experience this movie that you've never been able to do it before. And i want to do
1: because whenever like, i have an incredible.
2: idea i just want to take it to 200 and right now we're at five yeah. Yeah. One more <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man i'm so excited to know that truck rape is here to stay
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 we can keep going and especially because it's like we've hit um cities like three times already and we're still selling out the city so it's like it's not just like a one-time thing which i thought i thought it was going to be like oh we went to that and i don't care anymore we've done what four l a shows, and then the Anaheim show was like two days back of that, so yeah,
0: unstoppable
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
0: I'm so glad you could come on and tell all our listeners more about Shrek Rave, more about what they can expect at the best party on earth uh but yes. the the <laughs> last question I want to ask you is, do you think Shrek himself would like Shrek Rave or would he hate it?
2: Um, I think he would be flattered by Shrek Rave. I don't know if he would come. I think he'd be very confused by it. But I wonder if Chuck's kids would come.
0: Oh, especially because yeah. now they would be the right age.
2: Exactly, yeah. yeah. I think they would totally come. But he would be very confused. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Fergus, I, Sparkle, Felicia, they'd be hanging out. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Shrek would funny maybe drop you, them off. It's so funny that you asked that question because I thought that exact thing before. And I pondered him. Because <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> it's nice. Like, it's all it's all people who love him, but also he would have to be around a whole group of people and it's loud. He's and...
2: not, he's not, not a much of a party guy.
0: Yeah. But his <laughs> kids would be. You are yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. right.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners about Shrek Rave that we haven't covered already? Um,
2: if you want to come to it, you should totally come. You're more than welcome to come.
0: <laughs> Everybody's welcome. <laughs>
2: And specifically you, you are the guest of honor. Any Shrek Rev you'd like to attend to, uh, just let me know. We will set it up.
0: Living the dream!
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
5: Hi, Crowley. This is Michelle from New Jersey, uh, big fan of the podcast. I am planning a trip to Japan. And we plan on spending time in Tokyo. And obviously we love, 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 love to visit uh the Tokyo Disney parks. Uh What do you think is the absolute minimum of days? Because uh, I have a very tight itinerary and I absolutely want to go. I am a huge um Disney theme park goer. So I definitely don't want to miss anything, but I don't necessarily have, four days to dedicate either. So uh looking forward to hearing any of your recommendations. I really appreciate it. Uh thanks so much. Bye. Hi Carly. Uh Michelle again. I'm gonna be one of those people that hung up and I was like, that's not actually what I meant to ask. Uh <laughs> uh what I would like to also know is if I only have one day to do the turkey at Disney Parks, what do I do? all right I promise I won't go back. <laughs> Thank you. Bye.
0: Michelle, thank you so much for listening and for giving me this call. Well, actually, these two calls, because planning a trip to Japan is so exciting, but it is equally overwhelming, and I am here to help you through it. Now, you simply must go to Tokyo Disney Resort, which I think from the first call to the second call, you've already figured out. The the absolute minimum of time you can go for is one day, but I do think that two days... Is a good balance, but truly it's never gonna be enough. It's never gonna be enough. To get to the real question, your number one priority in visiting Tokyo Disney Resort should be Tokyo Disney Sea. If you have time, definitely visit Tokyo Disneyland. Absolutely. It's really challenging because in a way, yes, this is the more familiar park, and there's an argument to be made of like, well, I've been to Magic Kingdom, I've been to Disneyland, I don't know if I need to go to this iteration, but it's different, there's different stuff, and it's better, and it's different, <laughs> both of them are very special, but Tokyo Disney Sea is unique to this location, you cannot find some of this stuff here anywhere else, and it's also freaking beautiful, it is so, so beautiful that I, I'm just going to shove you there with all of my might. In terms of visiting, I have a a bunch of advice for you. I truly wrote down way too much. I've like made all these little notes. I was like, oh, don't forget to say this. Don't forget to do this. And it's overwhelming. So uh, I'm going to try to streamline it. But essentially, you have to do research to visit here, especially closer to your trip. Chris of TDR Explorer, who has been on the podcast, is my go-to guy. And from chats with him in like the past few weeks and months, it's become pretty clear that the parks are still revving up for international tourists Uh, before the borders opened recently. It was apparently really, really difficult to even buy tickets on an American credit card. He told me that I believe people were buying tickets and then they were getting canceled on the back end. So there is some trickiness there. I'm sure by the time you visit, that'll be worked out since all the borders are open. But just be sure to check that out and definitely lean into TDR Explorer, that website, the, uh, the guidebook that he has. Both are wonderful. And in tandem with that, definitely have a hit list of your priorities while you are there. You will want to make sure you have a game plan for popular rides, shopping, snackies that you want to find since a lot of snacks are individual to one location. Just doing a little extra research before makes sure that if you do have a limited amount of time while you're there, you definitely get everything you want out of. The other thing I'll mention is that there may be a voice in your head or coming from the head of the person you might be traveling with. And I I could totally see them being like, this is an argument I've had before, so (laughs) I'm trying to dance around. But basically, I could see you, a little voice in your head or the person you're traveling with, basically saying there is so much to do in Tokyo, there's so much to experience. Why are we going to spend this much time at a Disney park? And while on one hand they are right, there is so much to see and do in Tokyo. On the other hand, this is not a regular day at a theme park. You really get a kind of cultural experience by visiting Tokyo Disney Resort. When I went on my first time there for my honeymoon, my first time in Japan, my first time at the Tokyo Parks, Tokyo Disney Sea ended up being one of the main things my husband came back and talked to about talked about to coworkers and friends. Like we talked about this wild art island we went to and a few other things and a baseball game, but also Tokyo Disney Resort. And he's not a Disney person. So for him to come home raving about that just proves how special Tokyo Disney Sea specifically is. It's so much more than flopping around a theme park. I mean, again, Tokyo Disney Sea, like, imagine a Disney theme park made without budget cuts. <laughs> That's like what this place is. It just, you can see the money that they sunk into this place everywhere. It is stunning. Oh my God, it's mind blowing. But also, what I want to draw your attention to is that it's a concept we've talked about in here before in other episodes uh, or in a story I've written about Duffy and friends for Bloomberg, which I will link to in the show notes. But Tokyo Disney Resort is kind of a cultural experience, as I think I talked about this with Chris on an episode he was on, but it really puts Japanese hospitality on display on the guest-facing end. And also, in terms of the people who are there, it really gives you a first-hand look at how locals here visit their park differently from the way we do back home. I mean... If you're front row for a parade, you sit. You do not stand. Guests will visit in groups of friends and will dress similarly. And if you've listened to our Duffy and Friends episode and heard Daniel or Charlie talk about the audience for these characters, being a part of that audience, even for a day, really gives you this unique look into the differences between how Japanese guests visit compared to us. And honestly, being around people who love Duffy as much as I do doesn't hurt either. (laughs) Uh, be sure to leave time to shop and space in your bag for souvenirs. You will spend more time shopping at these theme parks than you have at any theme park in your life, because every item is exceptional. I'm just realizing there's like 30 other things I want to yell at you, but I'm realizing that I basically should just do a a Tokyo Disney resort guide episode because we got to have one on file, especially now that borders are open again. So I might, I'm thinking about doing it at the top of the year. If you guys want that, let me know. Uh, I know it is very far away. So it's a little like it's, only for some of us, but it might be enjoyable for all of us to listen to. So let me know. Either way, have a wonderful trip. Uh, If you can, do two days, do Tokyo Disney Sea in one day and Tokyo Disneyland the other day. But no matter what, do not leave Tokyo without going to Tokyo Disney Sea. Trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Have so much fun! Oh, I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous.
4: Hey, Carly. It's Zach from Winter Park, Florida. Um, I know you already saw my photo at IAPA with the Kite Tales people, um, what I didn't post about was something that really special that happened. Um, they loved my Kite Tales shirt to the point where the owner of the company came over and goes, you need one of these and handed me a box. And it was a Kite Man Productions knife. Um, the, the, it came with a little card and it says, you've received the special edition Kite Man authentic Swiss Army knife to celebrate our latest project, the Disney Kite Tails show. All kite flyers must have a good knife. This knife continues our tradition of creating a new design with a hidden history for each new large project. Our new show is performed in front of the Dino Land Theater at the Animal Kingdom. The design you see on each side of this knife are macro photographs of petrified dinosaur bone. And so, yeah, it's a limited, friends-only Swiss Army knife. I will send over photos as well. Um, so yeah, thanks to your shirt. I was able to get this. Thanks. Bye.
0: Much to say after this call, I am just floored <laughs> that the journey of Kite Tales fandom has taken us through a, a windy, winding path from fan club merchandise to winding up meeting the people who made the kites to getting Kite Tales exclusive merchandise, like better merchandise than they sold in the parks. Oh, sorry, they made what like two pins and some garish popcorn bucket, which of course I own, but still, like. Finding out that this secret kite merch exists is thrilling. Thank you so much for this call. Uh, Shout out to my fellow Kite Tales fans. Uh, Forever it will live on in our memories and in our hearts. And whenever the wind blows past, we will always be thinking about it. Oh, God, I miss Kite
3: Tales. Hi, Carly. This is Carl from Skokie, Illinois. I literally just listened to the question about the purple penguin. Uh, at Walt Disney World, and I wanted to say that yes, it is in fact a Citricos, or at least it was. Um, we were there in the spring of this year, went to Citricos for the first time, and our five-year-old was absolutely obsessed with the purple penguin. And we, in fact, went so far as to discover that you can order the um, the, the tumbler that they serve it in. Um, it's just more like a thermos, but the tumbler they serve it in from Amazon. Um, and in fact we ordered him one and I think put it in his Easter basket, if I recall correctly, and he was completely obsessed with it. Um, that said, we were just back at Citrico's earlier this month and I don't recall it was either not on the menu or they did not have the tumblers. Um and so we were not able for whatever reason to order it just this past November. Um I suspect they might still be able to make it even if they don't have the purple penguin they serve it in. But either way, it is definitely a citricose, and uh, I suspect you can get it, although you may not actually get it in the the titular penguin. Um, But if you can't, you can certainly order from Amazon um, the purple penguin tumbler that it comes from. It's not a Disney-manufactured tumbler. It's, it's like, from China or something. Anyway, I hope this helps, and I, as always, absolutely love the podcast. And um, thanks so much. Bye.
0: Carl, thank you so much for this call. Also, I have to say, the fact that your name is Carl, which sounds a lot like Carly, and you're from Skokie, Illinois, which is where I am from, that's where I lived until I was like seven, Is <laughs> this feels very kismet and very special and makes me even more excited that I have a place to connect people over this purple penguin drink and get the information out there. Thank you so much for calling. If you didn't listen to last week's Churro Hotline episode, this was a call-in question about this purple penguin drink at the Grand Floridian. I found some details but it seems like Carl here is rounding it out. So, say thank you for this call. Oh god, this is what the podcast is for. It makes me so happy. God, I want one of these purple penguins now too. They sound delicious. Thank you for calling. Thank you all so much for listening and a very special thank you to Cash for coming on to Gab About Shrek Rave. Be sure to hit up a Shrek Rave near you because there's no party better than Shrek Rave. Clearly, I have not yet been to my first and I cannot wait to go to a Shrek Rave. You can follow along at Shrek Rave on Instagram. I'll put a link out to their link tree, which links out to all the shows. That is a lot of times to say links. But anyway, in the show notes, hit that link and you will see a list of their current shows. You can also follow Cash at KA5SH on Twitter and at the ShrekRave on TikTok. Please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts and rate and follow us on Spotify. It's the most wonderful time of the year and the only present that I crave for Ember is you just enjoying this free podcast. <laughs> that's really, that's all I could hope for, genuinely, genuinely. So if you do, please feel free to give us five stars or leave us a little love note on Apple Podcasts. You can also call in with questions, comments, shrek inquiries, wondering what it's like to, be Shrek's roommate. Anything you want, any swampy questions, we welcome them all month long at 747-CHURROS. You can also text us a voice note, or you can email it to 747-CHURROS at gmail.com. Very Amusing Merchandise is available at very-amusing.com. I'd say it would make a great holiday gift, but the person you're giving it to either has to have a great sense of humor or be a listener of this podcast, otherwise it may not make very much sense. But regardless, we have Shrek's and beanies, which are very festive, for the season, and then we have other great stuff, and we are working on more things to come in the new year. You can follow me at Carly Weisel on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, or join the FOMA at facebook.com slash groups slash Carly This Shrek's episode was edited peerlessly by Jeff Fox. Thanks so much for listening. See you real soon.
6: Hey, honey, December starts next week. I am so excited. I love it. I can't wait every year. It's awesome. I love the callers this week, especially the little youngster. He was so, so, so cute. I like that you're getting younger ones calling in. Okay, but of course, I loved all your callers. But Kayla from Queens, I love you so much. You were so adorable and so sweet. I so appreciate it. Well, you did ask a couple questions that I will address because I don't think Carly even answered that in, in that conversation, but you asked if Carly answers me when I ask questions. The answer is no, she doesn't, but usually I will follow up with a phone call or 15 texts and I'm like, okay, let me know, let me know, but she always ends up letting me know. But right away, no, she does not answer right away. And as far as doing a podcast with Carly, I am up. I'm game for that. We do not have to go on a trip, but a trip would be nice. But we can do it in our office. We've done it in our office our first time, and it was so, so good. So I would love to do another one. And I go into L.A. enough. We could arrange that. So, Kayla, like you said, I'm quoting you. Give the people what they want. I love that. Thank you for your sweet message, honey. I love you, too. Okay. I'm not going to say much about the Haunted Mansion story. Being like a little bit of a germaphobic, but oh my god! But after I listened, okay, you wear a mask, you wear a hazmat suit, you go on the ride, and you end up with new clothes and a new guest pass. Okay, might be a win-win. Not sure. Another fun week. I love you. I can't wait till next week. I love you too, John Stamos. Okay, bye.